This is Gulf Coast Life. I'm Mike Canary. Thanks for joining us. Anyone who lives in southwest Florida is definitely aware of the rapid rise in housing costs, especially rentals in recent years. The average rent for an apartment in Naples is more than $2,200 a month. In Fort Myers, it's almost $2,000. Those numbers are in line with what people pay for rent in cities like Atlanta, Denver, and even Portland, Oregon. It's estimated that 40% of households in Collier County struggle with housing costs and availability of affordable housing for essential workers and seniors in Collier County is reaching crisis levels. More than 40,000 workers commute daily from outside Collier County because they can't afford to live near their jobs. More than 220 Collier County deputies commute daily from adjacent counties, and nearly half of the county's EMS employees live elsewhere. The Collier County Chamber of Commerce has identified the lack of affordable housing as its number one public policy issue. We're going to discuss this seemingly intractable problem today and get a preview of an upcoming forum that will explore possible solutions with Joe Trachtenberg. He's chair of the Collier County Affordable Housing Advisory Committee and a member of Greater Naples Leadership, which is hosting the free public forum on January 11th. I spoke with him yesterday. Let's hear that conversation now. Joe Trachtenberg is chair of the Collier County Affordable Housing Advisory Committee and member of Greater Naples Leadership. Joe, welcome to Gulf Coast Life. Thank you, Mike. For starters, just tell us a little bit about Greater Naples Leadership. So this is a wonderful not-for-profit organization that started over 20 years ago. And and its purpose is to assist high-performing folks who have recently relocated to the area um, and uh, typically retirees, of folks, of, folks of that age. Um, and they could be retired doctors or lawyers or, or businessmen like me. I was a CEO of a of a, of a company in Pennsylvania, and um, introduce them to what the issues are in our region down here um, in some depth in the hope that they'll find a place to help. Hmm. Uh, and, uh, and they've been remarkably successful. Is affordable housing like a primary focus of theirs, or that just happens to be something you're focusing on with this forum that's coming up? So that, that really is a special focus, uh, just as hunger was there um, selected focus uh, two years ago. Now affordable housing has has uh, ridden t- risen to the crisis level, and I think that's why they're uh, they've they've selected that. And and uh, uh, of course I've I, I've encouraged them to do this, and and I'm very happy that uh, uh, that they've selected this uh, this particular problem. So broad question: Just how bad? is the affordable housing situation in Collier County. Put it into like layman's terms for us. So it's, it's pretty bad. Um, and all you have to do is look on Route 75 or, or any thoroughfare um, that's, uh, that's heading south towards Miami-Dade and, and uh, in the morning or uh, late afternoon and see the 45,000 or so Collier County employees who can't afford to live in Collier County. Uh, and uh, they're paying taxes elsewhere. They're commuting two to three hours a day. Uh, and, uh, uh, and it's becoming harder and harder for businesses to retain people, to hire people. And ultimately, the quality of all of our lives is going to, uh, is going to fall badly as a result of the lack of the, these um, these. these essential workers. Are most of them living on the other coast or are a lot of them living in Lee County as well? I think the vast majority are living in Lee County um, and and probably Hendry County too. It used to be 
that places like Benita and Estero um, were relatively inexpensive places for Collier County employees to work. But, um, but those areas have now found pricing uh, of apartments at the same level that, uh, that Naples has. And so people are traveling further and further. And unfortunately, many of them are just leaving the state altogether. I uh, found some bullet points to put out there from, uh, I think it was part of an op-ed that you wrote. I kind of lost track of where I found it exactly. But Collier County Chamber of Commerce has identified lack of affordable housing as its number one public policy issue. Arthrex, which is a big company, um, recently warned commissioners that they are, they are having a hard time recruiting employees. 229 Collier deputies, sheriff's deputies, commute daily from other counties. 229 driving in. Um, Collier County School District recently said that lack of affordable housing is a huge problem for them. 45% of Collier County's EMS employees live outside the county, so there's lots of people on that list. It's, uh, it's true, and there are even more bullet points than that. And, and honestly, since Hurricane Ian, it's gotten worse. The uh, availability of apartments is going down, and the prices continue to rise. We are among the most desirable places to live in the United States. And market rate housing is booming. You see construction everywhere in Collier and in, in Lee counties. And that's going to continue to go. Price of land continues to go up. And the American dream of owning your own house uh, can just about be forgotten here. And, you know, that's the problem. We're a desirable place to live, but we don't have jobs that pay enough that you need to live here, you know? I, um, I looked up the rents. I mean, we're on par with Portland, Atlanta, Nashville, Denver, you know, we're right there, basically, the equal to all of them. But I don't think there's as many jobs that pay as well as my, what you might find in Nashville. So you're exactly right. And the level of increase, the speed at which this has occurred here um, is, is almost remarkable. We are among, if not the highest uh, growth of rents in the entire country. Um, in the last two years, uh, 40 or 50 percent increases or more so what used to be a $1,500 apartment is, is now twice that. And while the, uh, the AMI, the Area Median income, income, which is a kind of a HUD statistic, says that Collier County is a little over $98,000, which is staggering, the reality is um, most people still earn around thirty-five dollars or $40,000. Uh, deputies are 45. Teachers are now around 50. So, so um, their ability to pay the rents that are being charged uh, is uh, is just non-existent. Yeah, if you're making fifty thousand dollars a year, your take home at the end of the month is about what the median price of an apartment is. Yeah, that's crazy, isn't it? Yeah, it is crazy. Um, is Collier worse off than other Southwest Florida counties or other parts of the state? So Collier is about the worst. Um, one of the benefits that other parts of the state have, and, and in fact, uh, credit to Lee County and to the city of Fort Myers, others are doing a lot more about it than we are. Um, Orange County, for example, uh, has programs in effect where, um, where the government is participating with developers in the building of affordable housing. It's one of the things that that the committee that I chair, the Collier County Affordable Housing Advisory Committee, has been urging our Board of County Commissioners to do, to look at ways that we can uh, attract developers to our area to actually 
build affordable housing and, and do it in a way that it's economically feasible to them. Other counties in Florida are doing this. City of St. Pete is doing it. City of Tampa is doing it. And uh, unfortunately, we're not. What are the things that counties can do that allow affordable housing to be built? Because it seems, you know, correct me if I'm wrong, when land is valuable, when houses are valuable, somebody's either going to have to make less or somebody's going to have to pick up the difference. Otherwise, why build something that you can make less on than you could otherwise? So I think that's a very good point. And and it's one of the reasons why most of the building going on right now is market rate housing, where there is a great deal of money to be to be made. But there are ways to uh, to support developers in building affordable housing. And there are developers who specialize in, in doing this. Um, and the county has a lot of tools uh, in, in their toolbox to, to make those things happen. For example, uh, the amount of density that's allowed. Most of Collier County's land is now zoned at, at four units an acre. Um, and they'll allow a developer to build up to 16 units an acre. Other places are allowing far more density. And you could, you could quickly see the more units that you allow a developer to put on that very expensive land, the closer uh, or the more likely the chances are that, that this can be an economically sound project. The other, the other things that, are, that many other counties and cities are doing are they're actually supporting uh, in some fashion uh, the, the purchase of land uh, and uh, whether, it's through, whether it's through taxes. And, and um, 2018, uh, in a referendum, Collier County voters approved uh, $20 million of the $495 million that's being collected now in a 1% sales surtax for the purpose of buying land for workforce housing. So here there's a large pot of money in Collier County that's available to buy land. They would never give it to the developer. They would continue to own it. We have a land trust, a not-for-profit in Collier County, started two years ago. They could be the middleman and see to it that rules are established that these units would stay as affordable housing in perpetuity. So there's a process by which this can be followed. Um, it's pretty well documented because it's being done elsewhere. Is that money that's being raised from that referendum in 2018 being used? The $20 million that's been allocated for affordable housing still sits in the bank account. And, and uh, my committee has been urging the commissioners to help us develop the rules by which that money can be used. Up to now, it's not on their agenda. Would it be fair to say that Collier County commissioners don't have an appetite for increased density and coming up with ways to create lower-priced housing? Well, it's a difficult problem. And, and um, they're hearing from an awful lot of people who don't want development. So, um, so People who can afford housing. People who, people who are already in housing, yes. <laughs> and and um, but but ultimately it's a job of a commissioner to listen to his constituents, and do what he thinks are the are the right things. It's one of the reasons that Greater Naples leadership uh, has decided to schedule this very important forum that that we're going to talk a little bit about in a bit. Um, 
in order to try to raise awareness and maybe sway some of these commissioners that um, that the need is now and and that there is an opportunity uh, to follow the lead of other commissioners in other counties uh, that um, that are approaching the situation differently. And I think it would be fair to say the longer you wait, the more the problem is going to be. Land prices, unless we have some great disruption, land prices are going to continue to go up. So if you wait a year or two years or three years, the problem is going to be even harder to solve, right? So um, a year ago, a consultant that the city of Naples hired looking at the crisis of affordable housing um, estimated that we were 10,000 units behind in Collier County. He also estimated that that, uh, that number is growing by about 1,000 units uh, a year. So, uh, so you're absolutely right, Mike. Uh, if, if we're 10,000 units in the hole and that number is growing, um, more and more people are being forced to live further and further away. And I've heard from hospital officials at Naples Community Hospital, I've heard from representatives of the, of the school district that the hardest thing for them to do is, um, is have to take a rejection of a job offer that they've made when the candidate obviously wants to come work here, but they just can't find a place to live that they can afford. And that's why I say this is, this is a bigger problem um, that all of us should be aware of and that our commissioners should be acting on it, that if we don't have enough school teachers if we don't have enough nurses and technicians, if we don't have enough policemen, enough people answering 911 calls, people working in restaurants taking orders, then the wonderful life that we've had uh, living here in what I consider to be paradise is going to con consistently deteriorate. I'd like to take a moment to reintroduce my guest. Joe Trachtenberg is chair of the Collier County Affordable Housing Advisory Committee and member of Greater Naples Leadership. We're talking about the ever-growing need for more affordable housing in Southwest Florida with a focus today on Collier County. Greater Naples Leadership is presenting a free community forum addressing the workforce housing crisis in Collier County on Wednesday, January 11th from 3 to 5.30 p.m. at the Naples United Church of Christ. It will feature community leaders from various sectors all trying to find a Way to provide affordable housing options in Collier County. If you'd like to engage with the show about our conversation today, please do so using WGCU social media. Find us on Facebook at WGCU Public Media and on Twitter, we're at WGCU using the hashtag GCL. Um, you mentioned Hurricane Ian. You know, as, as we were covering the storm here, I was just imagining the, the, the way that this is going to increase the problem. And it, it is, right? It, it certainly has. So I before I got involved um, two years ago with the Affordable Housing Advisory Committee, I spent 11 years on the board of St. Matthew's House, M most, of the, most of those years as its chairman. I got to see what the homeless crisis is like um, in Collier County and, and how this hurricane has made things so much work, worse. We just don't have shelters available anywhere near the size that are necessary for the number of people that have been forced out of their homes. It's a tragic situation. And not having affordable apartments for people to move into is uh, it's just very sad to see. And I would suppose that, you know, because of supply and demand, with fewer houses available because of homes literally being destroyed, there's greater demand on the rest of the homes, which will drive up home prices and rental prices. So a lot of, a lot of very expensive homes were 
were were um, were damaged and and um, and those folks had to live somewhere. Uh, so many of the apartments that might have been available uh, have been swept up and at least are temporarily in use uh, by by that category of folks. And and I certainly don't begrudge them. I you know I I, I understand that they need a place to live while they put their lives back together. Unfortunately. This, the cumulative problem just keeps getting worse. Explain where uh, impact fees fit into this. I understand Collier has sort of maybe among the highest impact fees in Florida. That's correct. And, and um, an impact fee, for, for those that, that may not be aware, is basically the amount that's charged to a developer or to somebody who wants to build a home or an apartment in, in order to allow for the future infrastructure that's going to be required as a result of, of, of that home or apartment. So it, it may be utilities, it may be roadways, um, and, and it may be fire service. And um, there is a program now in Collier County that allows for the deferral of impact fees. Unfortunately, the formula doesn't work, and the developer is called upon to repay uh, the deferral portion years before that property uh, is no longer an affordable property. So uh, virtually no developer uh, takes advantage of the program that's in effect. What the uh, AHAC, the advisory committee, has proposed to the Board of Commissioners is that the timing of the deferral of impact fees be tied to the timing of, of the affordability of the housing. Um, so if, if housing is going to be affordable for 30 years, then, then the impact fees would be deferred for 30 years. It seems logical, but we, we really haven't had a chance to present our case yet. Any chance impact fees could come down, or is that a pretty fixed object? I, 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 th- I am not optimistic. I think that uh, the vast majority of people who are already here have an expectation that the people that are coming tomorrow are going to pay their fair share. And I agree with that, with the one proviso that I think people that are coming into affordable housing need to have have a break. There's a government responsibility here, I believe, to, um, to seeing to it that we have the essential services that we require. And I'm hoping more people agree with that concept. Where does Immokalee fit into this story, if at all? I mean, I, I, you know, you have Naples, one of the highest median wealthy places in the entire world. And then you have Immokalee, which is an extremely poor community right down the road. Is it part of this conversation? So um, it, it, it is in, and it isn't. Um, Immokalee uh, is um, uh not the it's 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 a wonderful place and there's wonderful work being being done there um, and there are those that point to Immokalee and say just build your affordable housing there but the reality is affordable housing has to be built in a place where people want to live and where the services exist for those people and and um, I, I think among the challenges that that we face uh, are right now. Immokalee is not filled with those kinds of services. The number of the number of restaurants, the shopping malls, and um, the the number of schools, for good or for bad, it is not the most attractive area in Collier County, and and therefore 
folks that are looking for affordable housing are more inclined to go to Fort Myers. Um, keep going north. So while they'll suffer the consequences of commuting, um, they'll have all the services that they, that they want for, for their families right nearby. Was there anything um, included during the 2022 legislative session or the special session that you see as addressing affordable housing in Florida? Uh, no, uh, but um, I am encouraged uh, a week or 10 days ago, uh, uh, Collier resident and, and uh, Senate president. Kathleen Pasadomo. Kathleen Pasadomo um, uh, stated publicly that her number one priority uh, is affordable housing. I reached out to her office and asked for a meeting. She does she does live in the city of Naples, and and um, and her legislative assistant called me a couple days ago and said uh, the senator looks forward to meeting with you and will give you a date sometime in January to to get there, get together. I haven't seen her draft uh, program. I haven't seen what's proposed, and in any event. I'm not sure whatever the state does is necessarily going to be helpful in Collier County, but I'm very encouraged that uh, that she cares about this, and I certainly look forward to talking to her about it. Um, we're coming up toward the end of the show, so well, let's talk about the forum. Any chance she's going to be at the forum? No. No. Okay. <laughs> well, tell us about the forum on January 11th. So w- what, what GNL has done uh, and its co-sponsors, and its co-sponsors – um, are the League of Women Voters, Naples Community Hospital, the uh, United Church of Christ, and, and the Naples Daily News uh, is its, its media sponsor. Um, they've, um, they've gotten together and said, let's, let's invite some of the key employers in Collier County um, and try to get a broad cross-section. So we have, we have Paul Hiltz, the CEO of the hospital, we also have somebody um, high up in the sheriff's office. We have the the um, HR of executive vice president or VP of Arthrex. We have the deputy superintendent of schools, uh, Val Wenrick, um, who's going to talk about how hard it is to retain and attract teachers. We've got Tony Ridgeway, who who uh, who runs a couple of restaurants. Um, Michael Wynn, uh, who runs Sunshine Ace Hardware and Wins. Uh, and I think I've covered the list. Uh, and that that really will give us a good idea. Oh, oh we have Dan Lavender from Moorings Park. And, and that's important because healthcare workers uh, are uh, some of the most important and some of the hardest to hire. So we've got a lot of folks that are going to come and talk about the problems. And hopefully more people in Collier County will realize this is a big deal. And we all need to band together and let our commissioners know that maybe there is another philosophy than uh, not in my backyard. Maybe, uh, maybe more people uh, need to be supporting affordable housing construction. Well, that is unfortunately all the time we have. But I want to thank my guest, Joe Trachtenberg, is chair of the Collier County Affordable Housing Advisory Committee and member of Greater Naples Leadership. Joe, thank you so much for coming in and talking about this intractable, as I described in the hallway issue. Mike, thank you very much for giving me this opportunity. 
Greater Naples Leadership is presenting the Free Community Forum addressing the workforce housing crisis in Collier County on Wednesday, January 11th from 3 to 5.30 p.m. at the Naples United Church of Christ. It will feature community leaders from various sectors all trying to find a way to make housing more affordable in Collier County. You can find a link to more information about it on our website, wgcu.org gcl. If you missed any of the show today, you can always hear episodes in their entirety on our website or wherever you find podcasts. Our show today was produced by yours truly. Our director today is Jared Gonzalez. Our social media coordinator is Tara Callaghan. For now, thanks for listening. I'm Mike Canary. This is WGCU-FM, Fort Myers 90.1, WMKO Marco Island 91.7 FM, NPR for Southwest Florida. <laughs>